five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. All right, let's go over here and see what we got today. We're going to start off with Tom Fishburne, my favorite meme. What do they call it? Not meme. Uh, I don't know. Whatever it is that inspires me to work. So here it is. Okay, so here's playing it safe. We took out anything that could that could potentially anyone. We took out anything that anyone could potentially find offensive. Get it? It's blank. Okay, but you know, as usual, I have to say Tom's conversational assessment is as good or better than his cartoons. So I like his cartoons, but. I love this part down here. Tom Schwartz, CEO of TBWA, Chait and Day. That's a big ad agency. It's merged a bunch of times. That's why it doesn't have a catchy name anymore. Um, every client conversation I've had these days is about who's going to be offended by this ad. There's a lot of discussion about risk mitigation. What, tend, what that tends to do is make things very bland and not effective. That's the important part. Okay? If you are, want to waste your money, then make sure that the legal team, HR, and anyone who feels anything gets a veto. That's how you do it. It's a tricky time to work in any form of communication. I saw... I saw a post over the weekend that said you should go back and look at all of your content and see if you've ever said anything that might be taken out of context as offensive. <laughs> so wait, you you want me to go check and see what I didn't say, but it could make it sound like I said so that I'm impervious to any criticism. <laughs> Oh, that's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Uh, but I have a lot of friends, so I hope that I, I hope I skate by with a little grace because I'll give you grace also. Anyway, um, it's a tricky time to work. Marketers have to weigh the benefits of saying something that matters with the risks of potentially ruffling feathers. Of course, there are legitimate blind spots to address, like when Chevy... <laughs> named their car Nova and so tried to sell it in South America and somebody realized that it meant doesn't go. <laughs> That's a classic blind spot. But if we pay attention only to risks, it can it can seem most prudent to avoid saying anything at all. It is. And but here's the flip side. But playing it safe as a communication strategy can also be risky. This is particularly important for challenger brands who can't afford to be bland. You know, James says teachers have a higher standard of judgment against them. <laughs> but I've done it my whole life, and so you're stuck with me. Swedish plant-based milk company Oatly is deliberately polarizing. There's, they... They, they said they've got an edgy campaign called Help Dad based on the insight that middle-aged dads are the most reluctant demographic to try vegan food. So, in the interest of information that you won't get anywhere else, I'm going to actually try and find you the Oatly, the Oatly ad. And here, 
here that's not it where'd the Oatly ad go here it is okay I'm high-tech here you know that you know I'm super high-tech so let's watch it here it goes it's very short here comes dad in the back door with a grocery bag opens the refrigerator puts something in oh almost drops it he's got a couple of jugs of half what gallons have we of here? He looks very sheepish. His son catches him. Cow's milk. Cow's milk. Really? Really. Need help talking to Dad about milk? <laughs> and then it comes up with the Oatly. <laughs> now, I completely sympathize with Dad and maybe the kid. I don't think there's any great need to crusade against cow's milk. I love cows. We have one of the top... We had one of the top dairy farms right next door. International consultant dairy farmer uh, helped Japan with their dairy herds. So uh, so I love the dairy industry, and I, I love dairy but don't like milk. Never have. But when I went uh, orthodox, I became a vegan reluctantly about 180 days a, a year. Think about that. Yeah, like every other day almost. And uh, <clears throat> so I found out that I, I, I didn't get as, I don't know, I, I must have some kind of a lactose intolerance or something. Because if I eat a bunch of ice cream or a bunch of milk on my cereal or something, it doesn't sit well with me after, uh, this is too much information, I'll stop. <laughs> Where's my style consultant? She's gonna, she should have a veto power right here. Need to help talking dad about milk? Dad should stop talking about milk. <laughs> anyway, uh, I thought it was funny, the Oatly ad, and I don't agree with it all, I have to say, but that's not the point, right? The point is that um, you have to have a thick skin because there's a lot of anger and contention. There's a lot of noise. A lot of complaining and frustration. I should add, I'm not a fan of the California dairy industry. That's, you know, they had to use animated uh, commercials because they couldn't show the real cows in California because of the horrible way they treat them out there. I'm talking about Wisconsin where they are out in the pasture and you can see them walking around and all that. Okay. Anyway, um, this was good. Here's British comedian Ricky Gervais famously said, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> now, Oatly thinks they're on the right side of history. I don't particularly think that. I think it's good to have options, and I think I'd rather eat almonds than I would eat oats. So if you're going to turn one or the other into milk, I'd just assume you stuck with oats if it works, you know. Uh, I've tried cashew milk. I've tried almond milk. I haven't tried oat milk, but my daughter uses it a bit. So in an environment where someone is always offended, you'll have to find your own North Star. <laughs> so my North Star is junk mail. And now we're going to go over to that. But first, too scary, too silly, too different, too dark. Not our brand. Witches are polarizing. Might alienate dog owners because there's a cat. Fine, we give up. That's a good one. Here's a good one. 
No, too polarizing. Let's go with the idea that makes everyone feel equally indifferent. And you get all these highlights. If you go to WDMA and subscribe, you can get them every day. Now let's go over to another another video because I can. And I will try to find it. <laughs> I lost my video link here. Okay, so here's a little video by um, Prime Data. I don't know. It's 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 a person that actually started doing videos lately, and so we'll have they have lots of uh, obviously lots of insights, and they're a lot shorter than mine. So we'll we'll go look at some more of these. But um, here's his take on junk mail. Hey, how are you? Today we're brought to you by the letter J for junk mail. Steve Falk, this not an actor. Mostly applies to things like mail that we got in our home mailboxes. But I'm really calling it junk mail. I tell you what, you, junk mail is so well deserved as a title because it's just spray and pray and hope that if you send out enough of it, it's going to stick. But you know, seizing a moment of whoops, time. Whoops, whoops, stop. I think we're getting something else playing here. I'm hearing Alleluia in the background. I guess that's him. Oh, we got to turn him up. Really the most effective way to send your communications out. You know, I'm going to draw an analogy between a guy selling umbrellas on a street. He's Where's in the middle of the going? sidewalk, night and day, all week long, blazing hot, in your way, you're tripping around him, but the minute the first raindrops start, you want that guy. Seizing the moment when he steps out and sells them when the rain's falling, it's fantastic. You know, we've got all kinds of programmatic ways this is happening in our marketing. We know it. And what it's doing is improving the way marketing. Okay, so here's here's my take. First of all, I love calling it junk mail because, hey, what else can you throw away with impunity, right? Nothing in your whole life. Even a little nut or bolt, you'll say, oh, I just threw that away. I needed that. Now I need it. Anyway, so uh, junk mail you can throw away, which is great. Um, the second reason it's it's junk mail is because you aren't in the mood for it right now now Steve here is making the case that he can with programmatic advertising know when you're in the market for something I defy Steve to find someone selling umbrellas on a rainy day in New York with digital advertising it's not gonna happen see that's real-time yeah but it's not the, the umbrella isn't there in the rain Okay, in the rain, umbrella. That's it works because I have an umbrella. I'll sell it to you. It's raining. Makes sense. Okay. Now, if you're walking down the street in the rain, you don't pull out your cell phone and say, "Oh, I need an umbrella really bad. I'll go buy one on Amazon." <laughs> I mean, you might. Uh, you might, but it's not going to be there right then. You'd be better off looking for the umbrella man that you just that you saw on the dry days, according to Steve. Um, so even even in that window, the digital doesn't work. Doesn't work. It doesn't work because you can't get the umbrella there instantly. Okay, it's just not a thing. It's going to take at least a few hours, right? That's the, and, and the physical world is always going to have that limitation. Now, Steve goes on to say that he can get you programmatic triggered mail 
which is going to take a couple days anyway. You know, I mean, I'm very, very impressed with how fast it can come, but it's still not right when you want it. The world isn't that way. Now, that's the short answer. All data is, all data is historical, and it's not going to get there right away. The reality is that you don't know what I want anyway. You don't know when it's raining in my life. You don't know that the check engine light just came on. And now what was junk mail yesterday could be gold to me today. The car dealer that sends me a little mailer and says, we're having you know a special on uh, Acura. I'm going to buy an Acura next time, I think. Anyway, or we got some, we got some lease Acuras. Uh, you know, I've bought lease cars before sometimes. That's a good deal. Uh, we got, you know, that would interest me. <clears throat> but the day before, when the check engine light wasn't working, I'm not in the market. I'm thinking, oh, I've had this car 150,000 miles. I got another 150,000 to go. But something goes off on the car, and maybe I want a different car. Maybe I've had it. Maybe it pushes me over. Hey, Greg, nice to see you. I tell people I'm live, but they don't really believe me. <laughs> All you have to do is test it out. Okay, so all the AI in the world will not get you real-time marketing on digital. So maybe mail, because it gives you 100% engagement, mail gives you 100% engagement, unlike digital. Maybe there's other values, and we'll get into that. I've got, I got probably seven or eight articles now today just today on mail from all different industries so I'll I'll let you let you look forward to that but anyway Steve we'll keep looking at your stuff and every now and then when I need a commercial or something I'll put it in cuz it sounds like you're somebody who knows what you're talking about but the reason junk mail is junk mail just like the opinions just cuz I'm not interested today does not mean that your mail is junk Right? Maybe I am an old grumpy guy who needs to have oat milk. Maybe I've never thought about oat milk. <laughs> so maybe you're you're you know, maybe you're just getting the engagement up as a part of the process, as a beginning part of the phase. But with hundred percent engagement, even junk mail gets a message through. Think about that. I'm John Miglosh. Like and share, your friends will know you're smart.